Welcome to Radar Contact, the air traffic management podcast by Fox ATM. Hello, everyone. Today we have as a guest Maria Grazia Lapiscopia. She is the Chief Strategy and Program Manager at Cesar Deployment Manager. A few episodes back, we had a chat with Benoit Fonk from Cesar JU. And today we will talk with Maria Grazia about the other Cesar entity. So welcome, Maria Grazia, to our podcast. And please say a few words about yourself, your role, and the SDM itself. Thank you very much, Elena, and uh, good morning, everybody. Indeed, as you already said, my name is uh, Maria Grazia Lapiscopia. I am a Chief Strategy and Program in SDM, and my role is to coordinate the development of the CESAR deployment program, so it's planning, monitoring, and execution through implementation projects uh, for the execution part. So my background is uh, operational. I was working for uh, ENAF, the Italian Air Navigation Service Provider, and I'm in CESAR, I think uh, it's about uh, 15 years now, and I am in SDM since its start in uh, 2014. Glad to be here <laughs> with you. Thank you so much, Maria Grazia. So in, uh, in, in short, if you could tell us what is CESAR deployment, why is it needed, and uh, how is it organized, who is involved, just in short, so we understand how is it different from SGU. Yeah. So, as you know, CESAR, that is the Single European Sky ATM Research Project, is the technological pillar of the Single European Sky. Single European Sky is the initiative launched by the European Union in 2004, which main aim was to reduce fragmentation of the airspace over Europe and to improve the performance of air traffic uh, management. Indeed, CESAR is an ambitious modernization project, uh, and its goal is modernizing and harmonizing ATM systems and technologies uh, in Europe. As you said, our colleagues from CESAR joint undertaking take care of coordinating the research and innovation activities and to define, develop and validate new technologies and solutions to improve ATM operation. And when these technologies are mature enough and they need to be deployed and implemented, that's where the SDM starts its role. So since the end of 2014, the CESAR deployment manager is the body formally tasked by the European Commission through a specific regulation to manage and coordinate deployment. So I will try to be a bit more precise here. So our reference are those solutions developed by Cesar JU on the basis of the ATM master plan that are fully mature and they need to be implemented in a coordinated and synchronized manner across, of course, different European countries. These solutions are then translated in ATM functionality and go inside a common project. The common project is an EU regulation that binds member states and, of course, the their operational stakeholders to deploy specific ATM functionality by a certain time. And it's where now the deployment manager is, is more needed because we support and guide stakeholders to comply with the regulation, to adjust and synchronize them, the investments to and to make sure that they follow the best practice in a coordinated um, way. So that is the, the main role of the CSR deployment manager. And now if we look at Cesar JU, in terms of how is it organized and the requirements, who can participate in uh, SJU, is it different in SDM or do you have other requirements in SDM? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a bit different because the, the objectives are different. So our role is really to guide stakeholders towards uh, coordinate and synchronize deployment of common projects where solutions coming from uh, R&D, from CESAR JU are. So to do this, the CESAR deployment manager needs to be able to build trust uh, among stakeholders uh, because there is no deployment without the buy-in of uh, who is mandated to deploy. This is uh, our first task, to build a buy-in towards deployment. So that's why we have also a a special setup. So we are a legal entity, which members are operational stakeholders. The members are 19 in total and are all major airspace users, airports, and NSPs that really join forces to cover this role together. As such, this um, group of stakeholders has been selected by the European Commission to perform the function of the CESAR deployment manager back in 2014. I say selected because, of course, there was a formal call uh, launched to cover the SDM role. Having the industry then being uh, so deeply involves and guiding deployment is a clear added value because we know the business, we know the technology, and we have the know-how to work together and achieve results. So I believe that uh, in these few years, a lot has been done and achieved together with all the operational stakeholders. I can count within the framework partnership around uh, 100, so really, really a lot. They are participating to more than 340 projects, of which uh, 196 are already being completed. And we are talking about 2.5 billion of investments in total. So for us, these projects, you can imagine, are not just ticks on a checklist. They are concrete deployment projects that are already delivering robust operational and performance benefits to the community. So uh, i make you an example. They go from uh, shorter and more efficient flight routes that also means less emissions and less fewer consumed to more efficient operation for arrivals, departure, as well as reduced taxi time at the airports. And of course, also setting up a new digital information management. So the projects are all about these uh, implementation priorities. So even considering the COVID crisis and the reduction of traffic, our closed project have already enabled 1 billion of uh, savings and uh, other 15 billions will follow in the the next decade. So a lot has uh, already been done. Can you cover more broadly about other benefits of CESAR deployment for the ATM and European aviation, also for the economy in general? The new ATM technologies and procedures can improve the efficiency of airspace and operation, but will also allow more efficient and flexible use of resources. And if you do this, you are substantially improving the cost efficiency of service provision. So furthermore, the digitalization and automation are key to enhance capacity, both airspace capacity and airport capacity. Again, reduced costs, avoiding delays, defragmenting and enabling also new services. You know that more and more we we will move towards ATM, UTM in integration. And also the new digital systems on which we are very much focused can ensure scalability and grant some more resilience to the system. And we learned in these uh, two years 
years how this is important uh, considering the COVID-19 pandemic experience. Of course, we don't have to forget that one of the priority now is to reduce uh, aviation impacts on the environment. And in particular, from our estimation, CB1 is addressing inefficiency in several phases of the flies. So And this is a way to reduce the entire excess of CO2 emission. And we have counted it as to be around 11%. So I'm talking about of 111 kilo of CO2 per flight. So these are really tangible results. And we have made a calculation that the total savings by 2030 will reach 1.4 million of tons of CO2 in Europe. So these are the additional interesting benefits that uh, CESAR deployment can bring to European aviation and the economy in general. That's interesting indeed. And now you mentioned that about 100 projects have been already implemented. So looking back at these projects, what has been good? What could have been done differently? So what are the challenges in SDM? Yeah, indeed, the, the project already completed. There are 196, so indeed uh, are all concrete initiatives. With regard to what has been good, indeed, the SDM has created a unique model where the stakeholders uh, that are uh, the ones investing on innovation are also the ones uh, guiding and coordinating the implementation. And uh, we were uh, able to create an effective way to ensure the buy-in of stakeholders. A consultation mechanism that is um, involving and creating the right level of trust. And this is really a paramount for the future. So the key, I believe, is uh, what uh, has to be maybe more uh, uh, exploited in the future is uh, working together in terms of uh, cooperation, not only with the operational stakeholders, but also with the other institutions that are in charge of the different links of the ATM value chain. So some cooperation needs to even more reinforced with the target uh, to build at the end a single ATM value chain for R&D, standardization, industrialization, deployment, and finally operation. The biggest challenge in front of us and uh, of the entire aviation is to overcome the COVID-19 pandemic crisis. Today, we are still at uh, 29% less compared to the equivalent days in 2019. These are the latest data provided by Eurocontrol. That's why working together is uh, is paramount. What I would like to stress uh, with regards to pandemic is also that uh, notwithstanding, of course, the big hit on the aviation, within the project, the work never stopped. So looking at the stakeholders of CESAR, uh, um, so you mentioned that operational stakeholders have a key role in the CESAR deployment. Uh, Could you give us more explanation and background here? Indeed, there are two ways in which operational stakeholders play the key role to CESAR deployment manager. And the first one, I think is the most obvious, is that the ATM industry is the one investing to modernize the systems and infrastructure. So indeed, there is some EU public funding in support to deployment, but the vast majority of the investment is still responsibility of NSPs, airports, airlines, med service providers and all the ones that by regulation need to deploy common projects and their forces are solution. The second one is uh, maybe a bit less evident, uh, but equally important, let's say, because we decided as uh, operational stakeholders to partner together and uh, step up our role in coordinating, guiding and fostering uh, deployment. I believe that 
the CSR deployment itself is really a proof that industry is mature and able to take a role and support institution with its competencies and expertise. These are the main roles that they cover. So you mentioned that the stakeholders to the CESAR deployment are major participants, so they have been selected. Now looking at our industry, there are a lot of smaller companies that provide different ATM services and expertise. So how could smaller ATM companies participate in the implementation of CESAR projects? So what we usually do when uh, a public for, for proposal, because we work a little bit differently from uh, Cesar JU. First of all, I need to, to say that uh, we are following different processes between SDM and Cesar JU because we pursue different objectives. So Cesar JU core activities are R&D. And so there, there is a strong role also for manufacturers, while SDM is more focused on uh, deploying technologies and elements that uh, which are uh, already mature and ready for implementation. So this means that only specific operational stakeholders as defined by the common project regulation, so are really the operational ones, can participate directly to implementation projects and get direct access to self-funding in support to CP implementation. However, industry manufacturers, uh, external suppliers, small companies are heavily engaged uh, in almost all our projects. So whenever an NSP needs to upgrade its system or airlines need to upgrade, upgrade their avionics, there are suppliers and contractors that are uh, directly involved. Also small companies, software houses, manufacturers, uh, industry providers are subcontracted by the stakeholders, uh, indirectly also participating to the project. So there cannot be really a, um, a direct participation to the call for proposals because just operational stakeholders can apply by regulation, but uh, they can liaise with the, the investors in order to partner and uh, be subcontracted uh, within uh, these projects. Then we play a key role uh, in uh, preparing uh, this project because usually you know the, the, some course of proposal are launched by Cinea, making available EU public co-funding. This is happening usually in autumn uh, and uh, we wait for the next one could be in uh, 2022. Then what we do is to support the operational stakeholders uh, in preparing candidate proposals that indeed needs to be fully aligned uh, with the CESAR deployment program. That is the document that they use uh, as a blueprint for their investment and they also use as a specification for, uh, for the call because it's where we translate the high level uh, indication that are within the regulation in something really concrete on what has to be done by when and how. And then we continue because after they submit the proposal, we coordinate this joint proposal and they then submit to Cinea. It's up to Cinea and to EC, of course, to decide what are the projects eligible for funds. Once uh, the, the awarding process has been finalized by European Commission, then the awarded projects uh, come back again under our uh, coordination. And stakeholders really can always refer to our communication channels, starting from our events, our website, and get all the information information that they need. And we are also, of course, available to support them. So basically, the smaller companies can participate indirectly? Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Now, if we look a bit further, why is it important to continue the digitalization and modernization of European ATM? 
Yeah, indeed, a lot has been done, uh, but the journey is not finished yet. Uh, so we need to continue. What we started with Cesar, I believe, uh, has brought great results. It's continued to deliver, but there are still uh, challenges uh, to be addressed. We need to further digitalize, optimize infrastructure, especially on CNS. And we need to move towards a more business-oriented architecture. And of course, lessons learned from this crisis is that ATM systems need to be more scalable and resilient. And last but not least, we need to put our priority on fighting the climate changes, reducing the emission. Indeed, all this has been done together with stakeholders and with the European bodies and institutions that are responsible for the different links of the ATM value chain. So at the end, we need to really join forces, especially now after this uh, crisis that nobody of us uh, would have uh, imagined. So what would be the key drivers then for a smooth continuation of ATM modernization through Cesar? Well, I believe there are three main uh, key drivers. Uh, so the first one is uh, stakeholder commitment, buy-in and involvement, because without aviation operational partners implementing CESAR solutions uh, in real life and daily operation, there is no modernization, no digitalization. So we were able to develop a trust framework that uh, led uh, to full buy-in, also thanks uh, to our unique way to involve and consult stakeholders since the beginning. The second key driver for me is to use the lessons learned and that we built in these seven years of experience. You know, we are preparing for a transition in 2022 on the basis of the new call that will be launched by the European Commission. So the future SDM and the new partnership Uh, behind it uh, shall use uh, and take advantage of uh, the great pioneer experience uh, maturated uh, since 2014, but shall also combine this uh, successful approach uh, with uh, fresh views, uh, all aiming towards the same European uh, goal. uh, So delivering up to operations, a more digital, sustainable and greener European sky. The third, uh, last but not least, uh, important driver is the European financial support. This will uh, remain uh, crucial for every stakeholder, especially the smaller ones or the ones with a negative business case, because uh, there are... um, a lot of investments in front of us, a lot of challenges to be overcome, and there is uh, the need to support them uh, in the best way. So funding is really an essential pillar. Maria Grazia, thank you so much for covering this topic and telling us more about Cesar SDM. And we have one question which we ask all the guests. How do you see ATM in the next five years and also in the next 50 years from now? We live in a very uncertain times, so both for ATM and our society in general. So it's never easy no, to make forecasts and predictions. However, I believe uh, we need to get prepared because the traffic will come back in less of five years from now and will go back to 2019 volumes uh, and beyond. So we need to, to be prepared. We need to avoid uh, that congestion problems uh, we faced before the crisis with too many delays 
days for rail rents and passengers are coming back. So systems must be upgraded to cope uh, with this and be more scalable in uh, managing the traffic. And this, of course, will also help fighting uh, climate change and reducing the carbon emissions coming from uh, the inefficiencies operations. So we need to keep accelerating modernization, starting from the full implementation of Common Project 1. Common Project 1 is expected to massively improve ATM performances, enabling less delays, less congestion into the major airport, and of course, cutting more than 10 million tons of CO2 in the next years. So I believe that also thanks to the work done up to date, we are at a very good point. We need to continue on that. As you know, the final target date for the regulation is December 2027, so it's the CP1 regulation, and we have really to put all our efforts into respecting that goal. Now, for the what we have in front of us in the next 15 years, uh, you know, our focus is more on um, what is ready for deployment now, but I can make some guess on, <laughs> on the next 50 years. It's, it's even more difficult considering the very fast pace of the digital revolution we're experiencing, even in daily life. You know, uh, if you consider how also smartphones are evolving and our way of working is evolving, I believe digitalization will completely transform aviation and uh, ITM in, uh, in particular. So 2050, Air, air traffic, I, I believe, uh, will uh, consist of 10 of millions of flights annually, and the mass, vast majority of this uh, will originate from new types of vehicles uh, like uh, drones operating in airspace uh, that previously were not used, like the very low-level airspace. Um, so initially below 150 meters, then five, 500 uh, feet. So the airspace, both controlled and uncontrolled airspace, uh, will be profoundly different from the today due to the increased density and diversity of air traffic. So there will be interactions between the various types of, air, of traffic that uh, will not necessarily be driven entirely by humans. So I'm I'm referring to unmanned and unmanned traffic uh, coexistence. Uh, so the priority is to work uh, on ATM and UTM in the integration in these years uh, to get prepared on what to, the type of traffic that we will have uh, in 2050. However, uh, while the benefits of uh, continued growth in uh, traffic uh, for UCT is clear uh, in terms of mobility, connectivity, availability of new services, this growth uh, could represent also an environmental challenge. Uh, therefore, uh, the aviation industry must join forces uh, to address uh, sustainability of uh, air travel and reach the European uh, goals uh, for carbon neutrality by 2050. And to achieve this, uh, the main instrument will be uh, new generation aircraft and uh, sustainable aviation fuels. But ATM shall continue to make uh, its part by avoiding any necessary emissions. And if we think about Cesar after 2027, do you think there will be new projects regulated and supported by Cesar or there will be another program? What's your view on that for the next 50 years? 
for the next 50 years, well, Cesar, uh, in general, uh, you know, that the project as a whole has plans uh, even beyond 2027. Uh, so there is a lot of work in uh, research and development. Uh, also will be the reality in 2050. So uh, I hope it will continue because it has proven to be key for innovation of ATM in, uh, in these years. Thank you so much, Maria Grazia. It was a pleasure to have you as a guest. Thank you. It was a pleasure uh, to be with you and um, good continuation on the morning. This was Radar Contact. Visit foxatm.com or your favorite podcast platform for more.